Hey guys, it's Daisy and welcome back to Mind of Daisy. Goodness guys, I have a one hell of an episode for you guys because I went to Dubai a week ago on the August 28th was my day of flight to the UAE and I recently came back and uh I have COVID or I'm battling COVID. Well, not anymore battling. I'm way much better than I was <laughs> the day that I came back, which was like five days ago, four days ago. Um, I'm doing fine. It hit me harder than I expected. And it was pretty devastating for my family to find out that I have COVID. And I don't know if you can tell by my voice. Yeah, I am struggling with this sexy voice of mine so i mean not that i'm struggling like i mean i don't mind it (laughs) some things come out really nice um with my voice being this raspy but sometimes for example i went to uh do pcr testing today to check if i come you know obviously positive or negative after a week of battling it literally kung fu fighting it and um they're like asking me questions and I'm talking right but no like no sound is coming out of my mouth I was like I'm so sorry I'm talking but nothing like I just couldn't and on top of that I couldn't think I have like COVID brain I don't know what's wrong with me and you asked me to fill something out I'm much slower than I was than I was before COVID and not and then I feel dumb I'm like it's not that I'm dumb it's just that it takes me a while it's it's honestly scary all the symptoms i've had because i've had all of above rash fever (laughs) diarrhea unfortunately uh stomach pains body aches i had everything you name it i had it and so they put me on paxlovid which is the antiviral for covid and which god bless because if it wasn't for the medication, I think I would still be suffering with the intense COVID symptoms. But God bless that that's in the past. I am much better now. And I'm here to talk about Dubai. Well, my trip to the UAE. Ever since I was little, I wished or I wanted to. I manifested a list of places where I've been wanting to see. I've always been wanting to see the world, and I listed Spain, Portugal, Greece. You know, I never listed Dubai until like recently. Um, you know, Dubai is Dubai. It's you know, it's marketed to be one of the most luxurious Emirates. Um, st- Emirates is like a state, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure that is true. <laughs> it is true you see here's my me myself second guessing myself so the uae has seven emirates i believe it's pronounced and it's like the seven states i've been to abu dhabi and dubai and i also went to the country of oman which is not it's a different it's a whole different country and yeah 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 so <clears throat> my experience uh trying to think of my words it was the best exp- 
experience but it's best trip ever it was a dream come true because well <laughs> like i said it's always been my dream to travel but it's a country that it was so hyped up right it was luxurious the police cars were lamborghinis there's a lot of rich people a lot of sports cars the nice light the nice uh nightlife you know the cool lifestyle and that is far from the truth okay <laughs> that you know the police cars are not lamborghinis i was disappointed in <laughs> sports cars i mean there were a couple there were like a lot of rare sports cars that we normally don't see in the states but that's if you go to for example dubai mall or one of like a very rich areas then you see the sports cars occasionally you see one in the highway in the streets you know but the area that I've seen most sports cars, like I never seen so much money in front of my eyes, is the ballet area of Dubai Mall where you can see the the Dubai Fountain, and then in the Burj Khalifa, there's like a ballet or like at least an entrance, and you have like a Lamborghini, you have a Porsche, you have the G wagons, yes, a Mercedes G wagon, and then you have a gold Porsches, you have gold cars, gold chrome, whatever. And I was in heaven because I'm low-key a car fanatic. I just love seeing them. I love you know, looking at the inside, looking at the specs and engines. Like, I'm into that. Not that I'm an expert. I, like, I don't know a shit about cars. But I know some knowledge that, you know, it's interesting. I like that stuff. And I had the opportunity to, well, I had it. And I didn't take the opportunity, but you can rent out the Lamborghini, the, well, you can rent out the Lamborghini or the Porsches, at least the ones that were in, you know, the owners were airbnb their cars for 30 minutes, I believe, and it was 700 dirhams. Yes, that's a lot of money, but for the, you know for the experience i'm in dubai like i'm on i'm on vacation i could have taken it you know i worked very hard for my money and on top of that i think my aunt was gonna pay for me so <laughs> there's that so not you know but i didn't um we were like oh yeah we'll come back blah blah, blah. but you know it is a lot of money it's like we have it but you know next time next time I'm going to hop in the Lamborghini. As a matter of fact, next time that I do go to Dubai, I'm going to rent out a Lamborghini for the time being that I'm there. And we're going to manifest opportunities and wealth and prosperity <laughs> and all of the above. So I went on a tour uh, through an agency, a traveling agency. And so we were in the group um from my town, from my city, and from other cities like New York, Orlando, I think that's pretty it. it. All the cities, most of the people that I met there were from the East Coast. So, and some of the people I knew already somehow, or were affiliated or knew my family. So that was a shocker, and let's see, so. 
I think the first day. Wait, let me pull up the itinerary. Let's see, let's see. So I can know <coughs> what I'm talking about. Do you see the the COVID coming out? <laughs> I hope that my PCR test comes out negative because <laughs> this shit is horrible. This shit sucks. Okay. So, so I'm looking at the itinerary right now. Oh, I went to a full, so the itinerary is all in Spanish. It was a Spanish agency. If anybody doesn't know, uh, I'm Latina. <laughs> and my first language was Spanish. And then I was forced to learn English. So the school, the school public system wanted me to learn English so I was submerged in the full English language so here I am bilingual so the first day sorry day two we went to we were in Dubai and then we went to do a safari in the desert we were in something about Dubai Creek oh yeah we went to Dubai Mall to eat like some the the dinners the lunch the breakfast well the breakfast was free at the hotel and then the lunch and sometimes dinners were included sometimes no dinner just lunch or sometimes dinner no lunch and and so it was easy to navigate to find food because it's a very tourist area okay so uh yeah yeah <laughs> refresher yeah so we went to the dubai mall and it was huge my first time seeing it and it's funny because i wanted to pinch myself i've seen it all over youtube especially through this youtuber that i watch called mo vlogs he's one of the most popular content creators in dubai and he was on billboards as well with other content creators that i don't know about but mo vlogs is what i did recognize and I was like, no way, I saw this in MoVlogs Mo videos, this is insane. I've been watching his videos and other YouTubers' videos in Dubai, and I'm actually here, like, they were standing right here. That mall is so huge, it was such a dream, because they had all the luxury stores in one place. The place has, like, four floors. It was amazing you would get lost they have like little cards for example if you go to the person to the person that works at the mall there's like a desk in the middle and you're like oh i'm lost blah 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 i'm finding for example i said oh i'm trying to find dior and the guy was like okay give me a moment and then he starts yelling and then the car comes this little car and then you get on the car and it drives you to dior and walking distance like if you look at the maps it's like four minutes like the whole place is fucking huge i never seen anything like that and i throughout the week that i was there i we ate at dubai um we ate at dubai mall and we spent a lot of time there i could probably help you navigate it, it's huge i've got lost myself but it was the best experience ever fun part was getting lost with the with the people on tour and also that day we went to the desert as i said we did so we arrived at the area and they had 
food stands, drink stands, and they had the the ATV booth. And so my my aunt rented one. So I went with my aunt, her husband, my little cousin. Um, so I wouldn't go alone, you know. It's better to go with somebody than go alone. It's safer. And I, I don't think I would travel alone either. That shit scares me. Um, so I went with them. And I mean, I would. It would be fun to travel, to do a solo travel experience. But the world is so scary. <laughs> and I am a woman. <laughs> And I'm, you know, it's scary to be woman in this world. So, so, so many other women do it, and that's amazing. And and I've heard it's a eye-opening experience to be able to experience the world on your own. But for now, I'm going to be traveling in groups, in a gang. <laughs> I'm going to be traveling in a gang, a group of forty or more, because for my own peace of mind. But. Um, we rented an ATV, and when I hit, when I <laughs> walked into the desert, I felt like I was dreaming. That Arabian sun, the sun on the other side of the world, holy shit, I never seen anything so big. Oh my goodness, don't mind my language, sorry mom. I never, it was so beautiful, the sun was so huge. I never seen the sun that huge before in my life. And the way it shined and the way the, the, like, the desert sand was red. It was so beautiful. It was almost, like, silky, the sand. Like, it blew off my fingers. And surprisingly, it wasn't hot. It was windy. It was, like, a cool, cool, warm breeze. It was, I can be there. I can lay on the sand and be fine. It was so beautiful. And on the ATVs, (laughs) my ATV kept sinking in the sand. (laughs) And I kept... You know, getting, being assisted by the rest of the people there. But it was so beautiful. I never seen anything like that. And then we went on um, a desert safari, another, um, it was part of the program. The We were at this, you know, like I was saying, the, the entrance of it to a TV. Because we had like, what, like an hour to free do anything in that area then after we had to get on t- into the toyotas and drive into the desert with a bunch of the other toyotas and then they start raising uh racing in the desert like over the curves of the sand it was intense that was scary because we saw like a car slide sideways down and the driver was phenom- phenomenal he was putting music it was insane i did get a little sick which I didn't expect because I find myself to be very strong in my stomach. Um, stomach of steel. Is that steel? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was really fun. And then after that, we went to a restaurant in the desert and we rode a camel. I saw a camel. I was so scared because my aunt was showing everybody this camel video of these two girls riding it. And then when the camel came to, you know, bring them down, I guess they were too heavy for the poor baby. And the camel just fell along with them. And that was my worst fear. And those camels, they just drop with no, what would they warn you? They're like, lean back. And I was like leaning back all the way back so I wouldn't fall forward. And I was in front. My aunt put me in the front. 
where my arm should have been in the front and me in the back because I had better arm strength. But of course, my aunt put me in the front. But it was a very fun experience. It was scary. I was like, holy shit, this shit. I'm good. I'm too fat for this. I was like, I'm too heavy. Not that I'm fat, but it's heavy. I'm too heavy for this. Uh, like two grown women adults on the freaking camel. We are going to fall. But no, everything went well. Um, then we ate. It was a very traditional circle, like of chairs and tables. Then there's like a stage in the middle. And then around, there's little plazas, like the buffet. And then there's, like, a hookah area, um, henna, drinks, uh, souvenir store. I got some henna done on my finger, ate some food. I have no idea what I ate, but it was really good. I ate this wrap thing. No idea what was in there. Uh, falafel given, I love. And I ate this, um, I call it, like, an Arabian empanada. But I think it was a, I don't think it was samosa though. Because samosas is like potato, like sweet potato. I really, I'm not a big fan of samosas. But it wasn't samosa. It was something else because it had meat inside. It was really good. And I don't think it had potato. I think, I believe it had like beef, maybe beef and vegetables. It was really good. It was fried. I mean, fried food is good either way. And then they had the performance. I had this guy that spun around with lights and these drum covers, I call them. <laughs> um, and what else? We had the guy who um, danced with fire. That was amazing. I got some really great videos of them with my camera. I brought my Canyon G7X. I bought one for the trip. I power and shoot. I was going to buy... I was doing intense research on good cameras because... I had to buy two terabytes of storage on my phone and thank God that I did because I have about 800 photos from that trip and on top of that on my SD card and my camera. So I'm like iffy about it because the autofocus, like you have to manually do it. It's really frustrating. I mean, I don't know if I should return it or not. Cause I was I was also looking at the Canon M50, but the 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 G7X takes great pictures if you know how to use the camera. It's not the camera that's the issue. Probably, I mean it is, but <laughs> if you know how to use the tool and you adapt to it and find it's you know find the way to properly use it, I feel like you can get amazing pictures and videos. I definitely did small vlogs. I for my family, I took amazing pictures. Oh my goodness. I, okay, for this podcast to promote this episode, I'm going to post the best pictures that I took with the Canon G7X. I definitely want to invest in another one, probably the M50, the Canon M50 with, with the interchangeable um, lenses or in Nikon, Nikon, is that how you pronounce it? I'm looking for a, a DS, DSLR or a mirrorless camera so I can take like real professional videos and pictures because i love it i love documenting that stuff but definitely the power and shoot the canon g7x is a wonderful camera to travel with it's easy put in your pocket easy to travel with like wonderful features definitely recommend the camera i have the mark three and you know that comes that came with the complaint of autofocus but i feel like i need to get a hang of it i still have like three days to return it to so we'll see we'll see we'll see 
so after that we went back to the hotel uh surprisingly the jet lag non-existent i brought um melatonin and my aunt brought ibuprofen pm but melatonin worked like a gem it was perfect the next day day three we went to sarha sarha something like that oh goodness but anyway arabic is a different language so it's all right Mm, it says emirate okay yeah we went to emirati falcon and it's this center with the only falcon vegetarian wait (laughs) not vegetarian (laughs) like falcon doctor and we saw all the falcons in their little helm and helmets (laughs) i was gonna say helmets um in their helmets because i guess if they see you they attack but they're all tied in the pole and they're like all blinded they're not blinded but the helmet makes them you know covers their eyesight which is really cool it was interesting because they sell they sold a lot of hunting uh hunting equipment for those falcons and i you know even at the desert there were guys walking around falcons in their hands but (laughs) Yeah, it was, you know, interesting. We also went to uh, El Almuerzo. Okay, they're talking about lunch. Where did I eat lunch? Something about, we ate lunch, but I'm not, I don't quite remember what I ate. We saw the mosque of something, sorry, huh? doesn't say wow it does say but i don't know this is mesquita de rey facial i don't know how to translate that in english i'm sorry it says mesquitas mas grandes de los emiratos like one of the largest mosques in the world then we went to fuerte de sarja strong of sarja it's like a old residency of the government oh yeah family they're like government housing and we saw you know they welcomed us with like tea then you have like a two big frames of the the president i think or you know yeah i think it's president is that the prime minister no i don't know but it had pictures of the person who governs abu dhabi and dubai and their best friends and they were talking about the housing and the wives and how many wives a um uh, a man can have <laughs> basically the more rich you are the more wives you can have because you need to maintain them you need to have the money we also went to a museum and let me see we went to a souk the souks oh my god it was beautiful by the way i love the environment i felt like i was in a movie but here's the thing i went into a souk not sure what it's called but i know that once you cross once you enter and you see souk of daria you turn you keep walking straight and then you turn a little and there's a souk right they sell spices um methyl clothing jewelry teas everything oh camel covered dates i did not eat it by the way i did not eat it i did bring it with me 
um but i guess it was good i have no idea it was a camel milk or goat milk i'm pretty sure it was camel milk or is it goat milk oh lord i believe it was camel milk okay anyway besides the point so there were a lot of the workers they knew that tourists was coming and they were showing us how to use the methyl they you know blew the methyl in our faces that shit was strong they were you know showing us how each tea smells like and each of the benefits blah 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 and eventually this kid um he looked pretty young and he approached my aunt and i you know regatear i think in english is negotiate you have to bargain with them is that the correct form so anyway, if something is a, you know, 200, 300 dirhams, you're like, no, I want it 250. And they're like, no, 300. You're like, no, 225 then. They're like, fine, 250. And you're like, nah, 220. You know, you have to fight with them. Not fight with them, but you have to be very smart. Because eventually you're going to get to a point where they don't want to lower the price. And you're like, nah, I don't want it. I'll go somewhere else. It'd be like, fine, fine, fine. Best price, 200. And, you know, both parties win. But there was this kid there. No idea what his name was. I did take a picture of him. Um, not of him exactly. But I took, you know, the wide lens. The eye fisheye lens on the iPhone. To take a picture of the whole store and all the people. And, you know, he was there. Obviously in the front. But he took me aside at one point. Asking my aunt if I was her daughter. And my aunt's like, yeah, yeah. She's like my daughter. But she's my niece. Blah, blah, blah. He goes, okay, okay. Sister, come with me. And he grabbed me by the wrist. He was holding me tight and pulled me to the corner of the room while my aunt was left fighting for her life of negotiating prices because it was a very, they were, they were trying to come after our money. They think that we have money. For some reason, the U.S. citizens, they think we ha- we are rich. I mean, we are well off, but we're not rich. But anyway. There's like, oh, 300 for the clothing, 400 for the clothing. My mom was like, fuck that. For me to wear it once, <laughs> you know, we're not going to wear it again. It's not um, not to disrespect or anything, but we we bought it for the pictures at the Grand Mosque, right? And my mom was like, no, I'm only going to wear it once. I'm not going to pay 100, 200 US dollars. And anyway, while she was doing that, I, he was putting on the headwear doing it for me and putting on the clothing and finding the right size for me and eventually he was like oh how old are you i'm 20 he goes 20 and i was like yeah i know i look like a 13 year old in my head because let me tell you guys everywhere that i went the residents the people that live or from dubai think that i'm a child for example taxi they're like children in the back. He looks, this guy, the taxi driver, looks at me in the eyes and say, children in the back. And then my aunt starts laughing. She goes, haha, children in the back. You may look like a child, but no, she was like, you look like a child, but you know you're an adult. And I was like, yeah. And then he's the a taxi driver starts laughing, saying, oh, you're not a child? And I was like, no. I mean, I am child. 20, I'm a baby. But clearly, next to my cousin, who's 14 and looks older than me, you know, I kind of felt my self-esteem was pretty low over there. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to the point. He was like, oh, I'm 15. 
the the I call him the Spice Guy, and I was like, you're 15. Well, not that I was like you're 15, but I was like, ah, you're 15, because it was clear that he was maybe he was fond of me. He liked me because here. While he was trying to find the right size, like, from my chest, like, it wasn't closing. And so, he's like, okay, I got you, blah, 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 right? Because, uh, yeah. And then, eventually, he found one that fit me, and then he was button it, bunning it from the down up. <laughs> it was a very intimate moment for him, I guess. I was like, uh, you're just, you know, helping me, or whatever. But he once he was unbuttoning my, the traditional wear... He looks up at me and pinches my cheek. Like, he grabs my fucking cheek and then looks at me and smiles. And I was in my head, I was like, well, first of all, my outside, I stood frozen. I looked at him and I'm like, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, fuck this, fuck that. Take this shit off of me. Bro, you're 15. He's a 15. I'm 20. This is illegal. He wasn't even cute either. <laughs> he wasn't cute. And I, but I was in shock. I was like, this bitch does not just touch my face with his dirty ass hands. There's no way in hell that this guy touched my face. Where the hell did his hands, like, you don't know where his hands has been. I was freaking out because I'm very huge on not touching my face. Because, you know, acne and your hands contains a lot of germs. I, like, I take care of my skin. I'm huge on skincare. And the moment that someone else touches and, like, goes into my space bubble and touches my face, I go hell. I was, and I, especially after COVID, I am a germaphobe. I was like, hell no. Hell no. Get me out of this. Then eventually I walked away without looking at him. And I was like, oh, my God, Thea, like, you know, finding people. I don't care who it was. I wanted to pretend like I knew them just to escape this kid. I was like, ah, okay, uh-huh, see ya. And then eventually I found my aunt, and we were taking pictures with the other workers in the traditional clothing, blah, blah, blah. But then we left to go to another store because they were ripping us off. And that kid, I was on my phone, right? I was too busy adding it on my Snapchat story saying this kid, this 15-year-old fucking pinched my cheeks not my cheeks <laughs> like not my cheek cheeks but like my face cheeks on my snapchat right me ranting and i'm like typing away and i look up and this kid is staring at me it's it's either i don't know it was a creepy vibe one well he's 15 i guess if i give him attention i would be the creep but it was creepy either way he was just staring at me i mean it was fine like he wasn't like into my bubble but him just touching my face irked me out i was like no i'm gonna break out now right um but no we went to another store and i was doing all the convert conversions my math skills they were a1 over there you give me if it's 100 you um dirhams out i automatically know standardized you know uh, math i already know that's 26 us around 26 27 us like i got you like i'm a pro um but no we got we found a good price we actually bought the clothing like with the veil and the you know the dress for 100 dirhams which is 26 us which was very nice then we ended up leaving and let me look at the itinerary to refresh my mind yeah so and then we went to the frame 
which is really cool. So the frame divides modern and old Dubai, and then you go inside, and there's a bunch of gift shops. They take pictures of you, and the floor, it's um, like a cool technology of glass, but once you step on it, you can see everything under you. It's so cool. At first, I was like, oh, no, I'm scared, but eventually, for some reason, I, I have daredevil jeans i don't know like i get scared at first but once i get used to it i force myself to look down and then i get used to the feeling like i'm psychotic i swear but i have a video of me walking through all the glass with nothing under me so that was fun then day four we went to abu dhabi that's where we went to the grand mosque of sheikh sheikh zaid or something like that no was that Yes, uh, I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's that famous mosque that you see every Instagram girl post pictures from. Beautiful, you know, white gold mosque everywhere. It's huge, absolutely huge and beautiful. <clears throat> That's why I wore the traditional clothing. They were very strict. They were, you couldn't show ankles, like you couldn't show your hair, like nothing. And next time, now I know that, next time I'm just going to wear long pants and a long sleeve shirt and the veil instead of wearing the whole traditional clothing because it was very hot that day in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi is much hotter than it is in Dubai. It was very humid. I was melting. But for some reason, you know, it was fine. It was fine. Like, it was thin whatever but i was wearing all black and i was like i'm not used to this i'm not used to wearing this traditional clothing like you saw the other women who were from the uae or who wore or practiced that religion they weren't sweating and then there's me sweating buckets 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 of sweat and i could i didn't even want to take pictures because i was sweating i wasn't at my best i was it was just horrible for me and for the rest of the tours that weren't used of um, such beautiful clothing and being used to the weather. But, you know, it's beautiful. I took a very nice selfie. Um, the full body pictures, I'm not one for that. But I took some really amazing videos. I take, like, I just wanted to capture the beautifulness of whatever I saw on the tour. Because I, I like sharing those experiences because i'm privileged enough to have paid the trip myself with my hard working money especially while i'm in college so it was a dream come true for sure so abu dhabi see what else what did we do we went to a buffet I'm trying to think i mean the food okay let me comment on the food so I know falafels are not well they're they're part of you know the middle east and asia like yum i've had it middle eastern food but there were some stuff where i wasn't used to for example the seasoning ah they use like mint maybe maybe it's mint a lot of cilantro a lot of vinegary bitter um i'm not sure how to explain it saffron i think and they use others like there's a specific spice that i noticed throughout each dish that i ate and it wasn't i didn't like it um but maybe it was also because it it was also lamb i've had lamb and i liked it a lot but the lamb that i had over there with the their seasoning how they season their meat 
I didn't like it. I didn't like the taste. It just didn't sit with me. Not saying that the food was disgusting. It was just not what I'm used to. And there were some things like tabbouleh salad that I ate. Um, the bread, like the Arabic tortilla, I like to call it. I'm not sure what's the correct. My COVID brain isn't helping. But, the you know, the bread and the hummus was great. And then... Um, I ate this grape leaf thing at a hookah restaurant. I went to all bait and all something, and everyone was everybody and their mom smoking hookah there. Every table had hookah, but I ate this grape leaf thing and it had like rice inside, and I bit into that, and that made me. I was crying in the middle of a hookah bar because I I wasn't used to. I didn't expect it to be that. Um, bitter and vinegary like a very strong grape leaf taste i believe i believe those are boiled they're because starts with a w i'm not sure i saw it funny enough i saw in a tiktok and i met i sent it to my friend abdullah i'm like did you eat this and, and he goes yeah my mom makes it blah blah, blah. and i'm like that shit made me cry <laughs> i did not like it and he goes i'm so sorry i'm like it's bitter right he goes I mean, the way my mom makes it, I like it. It's not bitter at all. I was like, well, I guess it depends on who makes it because that shit was disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm open to try. I was open to try all the foods there because why not? I paid for this. You know, I'm going to try it. Some food I like, some food I didn't like. And unfortunately, I couldn't. I didn't get to try um, like curry. And I'll get to that. Um later into it but they had like shish 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 kebabs i believe it's called i didn't like it <laughs> it's a i don't know i don't know what's wrong with me i tasted it and everything i tried the chicken chicken you know it's no normal different seasoning but you know it was good the salads oh my god the cucumber salad it was so good those were the things that kept me surviving on that trip because for some reason, I guess the seasoning made my stomach feel sick. Or maybe because the food wasn't processed at all. And like the U.S., I did notice that I was lighter and I felt like my weight, like I dropped a little bit of weight. Especially towards the end because I caught COVID and uh, I got really sick towards the end because of the food, not COVID. Later was COVID, but... It was an interesting experience. And something else, too, the water. Their water source is the ocean. That's why in all their water bottles, it says low sodium. Even from toilets, showers, everything is ocean water. That's crazy. Okay. Continuing on. Oh, yeah, we went to the Lever of Abu Dhabi. You know, the gallery of to learn about district culture. Is that how you Listen, this is Distrito Cultural. So it's a, it's a, yeah, Museum of Art and Civilization. Oh, yeah, okay, never mind. And it's in, located in the Culture District. <laughs> oh, my God, that took me a while. Okay, so we also didn't get, we were supposed to go to Formula One, but we didn't took it out because i guess the ride was closed but my aunt i mean my aunt's husband and my cousin went um on 
towards the last day because we went to the country of Oman and they didn't go. They were too tired. I was like, listen, my cousin, he's young. I think he was too young to travel. I mean, it's nice for young people to travel, but he wasn't having He wanted it to stay. Well, let me calm down on my i'm stumbling all over my words he wanted to stay in the hotel and i'm like dude you're in dubai you're 14 your mom paid for your fucking flight first of all it was a good price but you're in dubai who goes to dubai who has the opportunity to go to dubai like you're in dubai let that sink in you're in dubai get the uae and you want to stay in the hotel and talk to your friends from the U.S.? Fuck that, no. I was like, I paid for this trip. You guys can stay at the hotel. I'm going to go with the tour. I'm going to follow them. Because I didn't pay to sleep in late. Like, I wanted, for some reason, I wanted to wake up early. I wanted to experience a crack of dawn in Dubai. I wanted to stay up late and experience the nightlife. I was on adrenaline. I was on this adrenaline and I was ready to experience it, experience it all. But, you know, some stuff I couldn't do, like <laughs> clubbing. Thank God I didn't go clubbing because I think that's how um, the other people got COVID too. And then it just ended up me catching it as well. Because we all were, we were all in the same tour bus. Um, but yeah, anyway. Continuing. We went to... Oh my goodness, I forgot to mention in the beginning. Arabian night is so beautiful. Oh my goodness. That sun, that the sun falling down, like the falling down. Um sunrise, sundown. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> sundown. When the sun goes <laughs> down. Oh, you guys are gonna think I'm dumb. I'm not dumb, I promise. It's COVID. I can't think. I'm like I was talking to my uncle and I was talking to him about oh where did you find your agency give me the agency's you know um info and i was like oh it's near this bookstore he goes bookstore i'm like yeah in city hall he goes bookstore in city hall there's a bookstore in city hall in the downtown and i was like yeah he goes you mean a library i was like yeah bookstore i was baffled i you know it's insane i'm probably missing so many details but yeah anyway they went to you know the safari the dubai safari and i went with them to the um no this was a different day never mind my cousin went to formula one um ferrari world with my aunt's husband and on the last day where we went to the country of oman okay we'll get there i know it's confusing right now so the next day i probably did more than that in the day i'm just reading it and i'm like what I did that. It says Heritage Village. A tiny museum. We went into a lot of um houses with museums of like gold. Gold these golden rugs. They sue like the Arabic um royal family sews them, I think. And they're made of real gold and real precious stones from Africa, from India. They were beautiful. They were expensive. They were like eight hundred dirhams. 300 400 dirhams and the highest 1000 2000 so you know and we couldn't even take pictures or anything like that because you were not allowed but definitely next time that i go back to dubai i'm gonna purchase one of those rugs because one of them were like oh it brings fortune it brings health good luck 
and I like stuff like that <laughs> I like stuff like that where you almost manifest that in your life you know and I truly believe that stones carry energy for sure and you know energies and becoming closer to the earth natural resources of the earth it's that you have great power energy is powerful so i definitely want to purchase one maybe not the most expensive one maybe a cheaper one maybe i can negotiate the price to be lower but those are very beautiful and then the next day we went to dubai jemiah and marina we went to a mosque we went to many mini mosques and then we went to the Burj Al Arab, the most expensive hotel, I believe, the Seven Star Hotel. We didn't go inside, but we took pictures from outside. Then we went to the Palm Jeremiah, and we took a train. That was the most fastest train I've seen in my life. Holy crap. It was so beautiful, one. It, it looked so futuristic. It was insane. Palm Jeremiah is insane, and I definitely... If I have the opportunity again one day to go back, like I said, there's so many things I wanted to do. I didn't want to leave at all. But we had one more week. I would stay at the Palm Jemaya, you know, organize something. Like, all together as a group, we could afford it, most likely. And we all pitched in. But it was beautiful. It was see. Yeah, the Monrail. Monorail. With the Atlantis. We saw Atlantis. Uh, Jeremiah Beach. Oh my god, that water was so warm and clear. And funny enough, there was a lot of construction. That's one of the things that people don't realize. Dubai was marketed as the most luxurious um, Emirati, you know, state, I guess you can say. And, you know, there's fast, you know, very luxurious life. In reality, it was a city. The best way I can describe it is a city under in construction, under construction. There were a lot of moments where the city felt, the city, the state felt mm, lonely, abandoned. There were a lot of abandoned buildings, like empty buildings. No one, you didn't see anyone living in the houses. There were a lot of um, um, workers from India, Pakistan, Uganda, China, people from all over the world working. I, I didn't see a Arab or per se, like someone from the UAE, pure e UAE, or you know, um, someone that, I mean, everyone speaks Arabic there in English and other languages, but you know what I mean, like the Arabic families. You don't see them around because they're in their private beaches, they're in their private residences, residencies. Wait, is that the right word? No, it's not. They're properties. Oh goodness. Uh, yeah. And, like, you know, the rich, rich, like, for example, Imar. Imar buildings are everywhere. Um, but it felt lonely. It, it didn't feel what the hype was about, if that makes sense. It, there, it felt something was wrong. Like, um, dystopian. Yeah, for sure. There's um, untalked about... It's not talked about how the workers are treated over there. And I started realizing when I was like, oh, I'm going to see a real rich Arab, right? Um, didn't see anything. <laughs> didn't see one. Um, but the workers, 
for example, for the Burj Khalifa, when I went on my free day, I went, I bought the VIP um, Sky Lounge ticket. So I went to the very top 158th floor of the Burj Khalifa. And they said in starting in 2004, the building, right? And then, you know, it couple years later you know it finished but they had worked 12,000 workers 24 hours a day workers from all over the world to get this Burj Khalifa done the tallest building in the world and that made me think like that's fucking insane day and night 24 hours a day a worker would stay awake working on this building and on top of that we were talking to the taxi driver and he was like I don't get a break because we innocently well my aunt innocently innocently asked oh so how much do you get paid or do you go back to visit your family we noticed that there's a lot of foreign workers that we didn't we haven't seen a real um citizen of the uae let's put it that way we we, we haven't seen a real citizen from the uae you know you live in du- in, in the uae in dubai like where are you from he goes oh i'm from pakistan he, she goes do you ever go back and he goes no i work 365 days seven days a week um no break no holiday i don't see my family i just send the money and that was eye-opening for me because soon after rumors were from the other tour people they act harassing the hotel group right they got close with the hotel um workers especially at the gift shop and they mentioned that they lived in a unit together without the hotel workers from the chefs from the servants from the hotel service people desk people they live in a unit together and they pay they get paid like 600 dirhams a month and now that is wrong because they told us for example to put in perspective how expensive it is the tour person was you know the my agency was requesting 300 dollars from everyone to bring and the when you convert it it's about 1100 dirhams that doesn't last you a day that lasts most people half a day of how expensive it is from gifts from food from silly expenses it was crazy expenses uh expensive and we you know obviously we were on vacation and you know we all work so we were able to you know convert more money but it was you know eye-opening soon we just started using our cards because it was cheaper and it was better especially if you go to the uae and you want to buy something with card don't put it in us because they charge you international fees so instead pay in dirhams and the bank will automatically change it to you in us and won't give you international fees but if you do put us i believe you can show your passport now i believe i know last minute i know like, I, I don't know what I, what I was thinking. I ended up not doing it in the airport. They were like, sorry, you can't do it because you don't have, like, the barcode. But when you buy something anywhere, you show your passport and they give you this tax planet, planet tax or something like that. There's this barcode where you go to the airport when you take all your receipts with that same barcode and they give you back money from the taxes because it's like a tourist tax. Well, tourists don't pay taxes, but they give you money back, something like that. Um so that's a tip that's a tip one if you're gonna pay with card choose their humps to pay two if you're gonna pay in cash show your passport and ask for planet tax barcode along those lines
Okay, we're gonna continue on. Um, what else did I see? We had a dinner. Okay, and in Dubai Marina, Dubai Marina, first of all, beautiful. But we had dinner on a cruise, and that was so beautiful. The funny thing, they were paying. We had like a lot of Colombians in our tour, and you know, my aunt's husband is Colombian, my cousin is Colombian, and my aunt is basically Colombian, my heart. So they played a lot of tradition. Even at the clubs, they said they were pl- they were playing um, salsa, bachata, and all of that. That was insane. They were playing Bad Bunny, Titi Me Preguntón, and like everyone, like on the all the people, they were like. Um, I believe they were from India because they were playing like Hindi music and Arabic music and you know they had all types of people on that boat but we were all having like a dance battle almost one side was you know the Indians and they had people from Africa too on there and they were playing African um, dance hall music playing you know the Hindi Arabic music and then they had you know they put salsa for us like cute um, Colombian um, music um, it was insane because then we would share music it was such a beautiful moment because we saw like you know the african family next to us dan salsa and the indian trying to you know dance bad bunny it was for sure a culture shock for them of the way we moved but it was just amazing i was like wow i'm listening to bad bunny in dubai and on top of that i'm listening to a, uh, a salsa de colombia it was insane Okay, so the last day we went to Muzdam, Gulf of Oman. It says the peninsula, the peninsula of Muzdam. Um, that ocean. I never seen an ocean. I never seen a view so beautiful. But here's the thing, the currents, the wave. I mean, the waves are strong. The boat was weighing back and forth. The fucking boat was tilting sideways the whole way to the beach and i got really sick i got really motion sickness and ugh, it was horrible i was sleep trying to sleep the whole way i didn't even get off the boat i um first of all water scares me and uh you know didn't even go swimming nothing i didn't bring any of that sort because i really don't like that stuff but i enjoyed the view it was wonderful dancing music more colombian music more hispanic latin music and you know the other people were sharing cultures they were like yeah dancing with us um yeah it was beautiful it was absolutely beautiful and then the next day was day full day of leisure and i went to first of all we went with a group not with all the group from the tour but you know we met up with some other people that we stuck together to find this 1 to 20, 1 to 10. No, yeah, it was 1 to 20 store. It's like a family dollar, dollar tree in Dubai. And we got lost. And, of course, they leave me to put the directions. I, I had so much pressure. I can, I'm so confident of, you know, telling you where things are in Dubai. Because if you tell me where things are in my hometown in the U.S., I have no fucking idea. And it's so funny. I was laughing at myself. My parents wouldn't believe that I knew where I was in a foreign country. And I don't know where the hell I am back at home. So I was asking around, asking questions, Googling. I was looking at the signs. I was the lead. Everyone was trusting on me. And I had, you know, I made a few wrong turns. But everybody was following me. And that was a lot of stress. But, no, but you know, we made it to 1 to 20. And, uh it was wonderful it was cheap souvenirs and i bought a bunch of stuff 
Oh, perfumes are so huge. At the Zamzam restaurant, um, they served this chicken. Oh my, so that was the best meal I had in that trip. Like, I was able to stomach. I was fine. The best true mango juice ever. It was I believe it was hmm, Yemen food, I think. I, I'm quite unsure on what type of food it was. But, you know, it was the long grain rice and chicken. And um, that's where I ate the tabbouleh salad. It was you know, good. Um, leaving the restaurant, they sprayed your hands with hand set on um, with perfume, and they gave you candy. And then once you leave again to the second exit, they spray your hands with perfume. That perfume was so good. Let me tell you, the bathrooms are beautiful, clean, most most, and they have lotions, perfumes, everything there. The one thing that sucked is that some places they don't have toilet paper because they use that hose thing. Also, the other thing I checked is that when I I, mean, I kept looking down in the toilet and see if 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 the water flushed counter uh, or clockwise, and I believe it was the opposite of the U.S. But that was really cool to see the bathroom. Every place I went, I'm like, wait, let me see the bathroom. Each bath, the hotel bathroom was beautiful, and they have like these separate rooms like to wash your feet. I don't know. I'm not sure what that for. What that was for. I didn't really ask because I don't know. Yeah. Maybe someone, a listener, can explain to me. Maybe I, you know, I should Google. I didn't ask, but I, the sign showed the feet, and then there's stools, and then you wash your feet. I guess I don't know if it's part of their religion, but oh my god, they also pray five times a day. Or something like that. I know they pray at 4 a.m. Because I would be awakened by their prayers on the loudspeaker from the outside. There was like a mosque, a male mosque. Or everywhere you go, there's prayer rooms. From the airport to restaurants. Workers will stop work. You know, they have permission to stop work. Go pray and then return to work. On the boat, on the on the way to um, Oman... one of them was of that religion i'm not sure what the religion islam i believe there were some other religions as well but the guy i was walking up back to the top the second floor of the book that's where my stuff was and i ran into the guy pulling out a rug and he was you know bowing doing his thing and i was like should i stay or should i leave but the thing is they just do it they don't care if you're watching there you know it definitely felt awkward intruding on them not intruding on them but they would drop and just pray i saw a guy praying in the middle of the road while we're trying to cross it you know i was like oh my god what do i do this is awkward because normally at least in catholicism the way my grandma kind of taught us is that when you pray you have to be alone you have to like respect but obviously you do i think it's the same thing but like they just drop and pray in any public place and so you kind of just have to you know as a tourist respect and kind of look at it it's kind of awkward what to do you're like uh should we stay because there's a part so on the bottom floor of the boat there was music blasting blah blah, blah but they were praying you know they pulled out their rugs and they were praying so and, you know, the workers that weren't of that religion or didn't practice, they, you know, kept the music playing. So, I don't know. It was, uh, for sure, an interesting experience. Um, very strict <laughs> religion. It was interesting. Especially, I saw women with fully covered faces, with veils over their faces, showing absolutely nothing of them. 
saw a woman at a mall with a veil over her face but with sunglasses over them so it was like the kim kardashian look it was so funny i mean it wasn't funny <laughs> it wasn't funny but i was like oh so is it like to hold your veil you know you know they're used to it so i mean it wasn't funny and for me it was more like oh okay cool nice this is new um but out of nervousness and out of you know um not knowing what to do and how to like look away and like I, I wasn't sure um i was like oh okay nice <laughs> cool um where's the bathroom so that was pretty eye-opening but yeah I, um going back last day burj khalifa i kept going back to dubai mall you know for funsies for manifesting because why not i went to the dior store i went to the the my goodness the dior store beautiful absolutely beautiful of course i had to go into like louis v christian louis vuitton like i had to go in just to see i can't afford it but i want to see manifest into my life oh my i think i found the perfume from the restaurant i tried finding it and i couldn't but i found one in dior and it was like <laughs> a thousand five hundred dirhams <laughs> it was a pain i was like oh but they were like huge spray bottles and i was like yeah, you think like that price is reasonable i believe it was like 500 us which is a lot i don't have 500 for us especially for a perfume everybody perfume like there's a big perfume culture good bad whatever but someone like they smell good i haven't i smelled the unless it's very like incense traditional smell then maybe i'm like kind of like oh this is a new smell i never smelled before but most of the perfumes they smell pretty good they're very natural they don't really have like alcohol based perfumes it's more oil and they like they put this like solid form of the smell and they burn it and they the fume is a way of perfume as well i bought like a couple i bought two the jewelry there the gold souks <clears throat> you know that very huge there like good quality you know obviously not real but some semi-real if you're looking for real you'll find real trust me um but obviously from the souks they probably like played it i don't know but like, pretty good prices i bought like a nice watch you know for a little something me for myself um but probably not real <laughs> but you know it looks real so that's manifesting is what's important but yeah that was my trip in dubai and abu dhabi and those two emirati emiratis of the uae and i also went to the country of oman it was a beautiful beautiful trip i honestly didn't want to leave i was crying towards the last days because i felt the happiest in dubai i obviously you're on vacation you don't have your worries you know money if you're gonna go on vacation money is not an issue obviously you spend on your own accord you work hard you know you raise money you you know you plan ahead for this trip so you know i didn't want to leave at all i really felt like i could have stayed one more week um and i posted on my snapchat saying i feel really emotional because i i thought that i was going to cry because i was gonna leave home like yeah i was nervous going on this trip without my parents and going with my aunt and her family you know 
because my family doesn't really have the opportunity to go with me because of work and commitments and especially my grandma who's ill she feels most comfortable with my mom so i you know i'm gonna go you know that's not gonna stop me from going because i work for hard i work hard for it and i paid for it so my parents like why not go see the world it's what we want you know if we had the money then we would have sent you already we would have gave you the money like money wouldn't be an issue but of course you know (laughs) you know i feel more i feel more accomplished better about this trip because it was with my money and it definitely sparked and i I learned a lot about myself, discovered a lot about myself, and what made me truly happy and passionate. Found a, uh, I was very, in the, not saying that I wasn't, I'm not independent here in the U.S., but I was by myself there. I was my own person because, you know, my aunt is not going to be overbearing, you know. I'm older, I'm 20, and, you know, I make my own decisions. That was the place where I was able to be like, okay. I make decisions for myself versus at home you kind of have that family influence if that makes sense um but I felt really sad going back I felt really happy my mental health was really good over there and then when I came back I just came back overwhelmed anxious and you know negative and I've always fought that negativity mindset even before Dubai so I don't know it's a, I learned a lot about myself over there. Um, I, th- I feel like I should make a separate episode talking about it. I would add it into this one, but we're about an hour in, one hour and five minutes. And I have a lot to say about it, but um, I came back as a renewed person. And mental health is always something that I'm working on. But on my Snapchat, to go back to what I was freaking saying... Um, Let's see if I can find the post. I said, guys, I'm on the verge of bawling my eyes out because I had the most amazing group. Met so many people who I probably will never see again. I know that's life, but they were such a fun group. The people is what made it so special. Some knew, some knew me and some didn't, but it was the best time of my life. This was the best trip of my life and I don't want to leave. I'm afraid if I do come back, which I will, that that, that the people made the trip and it won't be the same. And that was an interesting perspective because even my cousin stood up, my therapist cousin. um, I have a lot of insightful conversations with her and uh, she was like, this is interesting. We'll talk about it later. But it's true. The people that were there, like I met so many people of different backgrounds, of different life background story uh you know there's stories everyone was different they came from the same town as me or they came from a different state city different they were born like in different country they're from colombia but they live in new york or you know they're dominican whatever the case may be but i've learned they were they were all from different age groups some my age some way older some older older but they were all kind we were all like one big happy family for that one week we all cared for each other and you know with each other's help we made you know we made each moment special the tour guide was amazing and yeah it was a time of my life it took 
many great pictures and i think to promote this episode as i said earlier i'm going to post some pictures i took with my camera some on my iphone i believe i will post camera um g7x pictures first and then iphone last and you can see the quality if you're interested in buying the g7x mark 3 but my iphone does the same job honestly but you know it was a wonderful trip and i would love to do it again and i i keep in contact with some of the people especially the two girls that were my age and then an older girl that ironically was um the sister of no okay wait there was a guy that i went to middle school with a classmate i went to middle school with in high in high school and the mom was there and then i guess the kid was like oh mom someone i went to school with is with you and then you know she came with her sister and brother and her brother knew my dad somehow and then knew my aunt as well from years back and so ironically i was with them in that little group but i have their contacts and it was really fun very kind people and I, the girl um bought me her perf- a perfume for myself not her perfume but it was you know it was just amazing overall and i would recommend anyone who has opportunity and the chance and the money and the time to invest on to see the world because i truly believe it's the best education ever nothing tops worldly education i believe it's so valuable and you learn life you learn about life and you view things in a different perspective especially when it's not your environment that you're used of because to be honest i live in i'm i live a privileged life you know and i i have seen stuff in the states where it's not right you see injustice and you see all of that and then when you go to the other side of the world you see that those same problems are there as well in in a different intensity you know and you see a different um it makes you feel more grateful to get to my point it makes you feel more grateful of what you have because you see a lot of people who not who work hard and they don't get reciprocated you know rewarded of their hard work so you know you know it humbles me (laughs) to the to the max and I would love to keep doing it to be educated on how to make the world better. And I love it. I love I love Dubai. I love the UAE. And I hope I get to see it again soon. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And excuse my coughing and my struggling voice. It's, you know, human nature. It's whatever. I get people get sick. This is COVID voice. <laughs> COVID cough after eight days of recovery of going through the worst to the now good and to only better speedy recovery so i hope you guys have a wonderful day night wherever you are in the world and please follow the podcast instagram at mind of daisy podcast if you some of the dubai of some of my trips pictures my personal is daisy rivas it'll be all linked down below and I'll see you next episode.